0: Before we get started, After the Monuments is proud to receive support from VCU Massey Cancer Center. Massey Cancer Center wants you to imagine a future without cancer. All it takes is one, a revolutionary idea, a promising clinical trial, or a new breakthrough. See how Massey is developing new approaches to prevent and treat cancer for every person in every community. Learn more about this future for everyone at MasseyCancerCenter.org.
1: I'm Kelly Lemon. And I'm Michael
0: Paul Williams.
1: And welcome to the After the Monuments podcast, where we look at events and news about race in a historical context and see how, too often, history repeats itself. Welcome back to a new episode of After the Monuments, a real talk about race. Kelly Lemon, Michael Paul Williams. We are so excited to have a guest back in the studio. It's been a minute since uh, we've had somebody live and in person, but we would like to um, welcome to our, our national audience, Marlon Buckner. Thank you, Marlon, for joining us oh, today. Thanks for having me. Marlon, in a, in a quick, uh, I guess, synopsis, can you can you let our audience just know who you are and kind of what you do and what you've been doing, you know, all around <laughs> the East Coast and beyond, <laughs> oh, right? Sure. right.
2: Well, thanks again. Uh, thanks again for having me. i uh, well, so I'm Marlon Buckner, and I'm the co-founder of MB Squared Solutions, and we're a Washington, D.C. and Richmond-based uh, public policy consulting firm. And I founded the firm f- 16 years ago, mm-hmm. and we provide a variety of different uh, consulting services to global clients, Fortune 20 companies, but we also work with a large, uh, large nonprofits, foundations, and high-net worth individuals. We help manage political risk and do other kinds of, uh, other kinds of work in that general space.
3: Yeah. And it's political risk. Okay. <laughs> that,
1: that's scary, <laughs> that'll, right? that'll, keep, that'll keep you working. <laughs> <laughs> All the time, right? I met Marlon, um, it's, it's been years ago mm-hmm. now, um, and I have also had the pleasure of um, being in your home. Um, this show is about the monuments and what has happened um, before, they, before they were put up, now that they're down, and the effects of, of, of you know, just the, the racism with the monuments in general. Um, you are one of few black families that live on Monument Avenue. Not only do you live on Monument Avenue, you lived right at the circle, seventy-five steps, and the Robert, will,
3: e, Robert E. Lee circle.
1: Yes, okay. and I will say that um, when I once I knew that you lived there, this this, this kind of same story, Michael Paul. That I was saying when I drove down that road, it was focused. Get get to the next side, mm-hmm. right? Until I got to your house, because I just wanted <laughs> to make sure your house was good. You know, <laughs> like it's like we got to check on our people, right? You,
2: you and me both. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> and
1: then I just kept going. Can you, in 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 the best ways, just take us back to um, 2020, sure. um, and when the death of um, George Floyd happened, and the immediate response? Can I? Can I take them back even
3: further? Please.
1: <laughs> what possessed you? I did. I, thank you. Thank you for going there. Because I actually to, did want to ask you that.
3: You and Melody, yeah. 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 Melody Barnes, your, your wife. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
1: Vastly better. Yeah. No. yeah. I didn't want to say that
3: either, um, but, yeah. Um, to buy a home mm-hmm. on Monument Avenue. What was, was the attraction? Was it something that gave you any pause at all? Well, funny you should ask. Mm-hmm.
2: We were coming to Richmond from, from D.C., mm-hmm. and so, you know, we had, we had lived and, frankly, been the beneficiaries of, a, of a, a really rapidly growing real estate market in D.C. over the course of 20 years. So we came to Richmond and, you know, we started kind of poking around a little bit, and Melody grew up here. Mm-hmm. She grew up on, on Northside, close to Union. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, we started looking at neighborhoods that we thought we might want to live in. We liked the fan, you know, eminently walkable and so forth. And then we started looking at some specific homes. And you know, the, the fact that this particular home came on the market when we needed it to under the circumstances that we needed it to, we just we just... <clears throat> Excuse me moved quickly Melody's fond of saying she spent more time trying on shoes than mm. she did in the house before we <laughs> decided to buy it it had a you know it had great it had great bones it had great spirit it was very very well located and frankly we didn't think about mm. we weren't conscious about oh we're buying a house on Monument Avenue it was like you come from that DC market and you come to Richmond and you're just like I'll take two I mean there <laughs> yeah, are, yeah. No, it's, it just it, it was really purely serendipitous and circumstantial.
3: Mm-hmm. So the history and just the, the <clears throat> demographics, shall we say, of, of the neighborhood gave you no thought, no pause at all?
2: Far from, it, <clears throat> excuse me, far from giving us pause, you know, I think when we reflected on it, we're like, fine, we're buying it back.
1: Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Because
2: it started, as you as you both know, better than anyone, I mean that whole stretch was essentially a country club designed by Otway Allen, Mm -hmm. who, you know, was put that, you know, led the way to put the statue there. I mean, the whole, the statue was supposed to be an amenity for this segregated Western (coughs) sprawling community.
3: And before that, it was farmland. (laughs) Right. Yeah. 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 So, um... I, I gather it has been a pleasant experience. Um, just there, were no, there was no drama. Um, it was just place you lived, you felt at home. Yeah,
2: I, I mean, <clears throat> you know, far far from there being drama, it was it was fantastic. Okay. Yeah, it was fantastic. Yeah. Until.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and look, before we get into the until, mm-hmm. you know, we, we tell stories on here about how black. People avoid that street. Sure, yeah. Um, not even driving on it, but just in terms of also a black man was walking to work on it, mm-hmm. and how he got a you know arrested and and was told you might want to walk why, another why do you way. walk on broad. Yeah, <laughs> walk another way. So I, I think you know we're all shocked sometimes when yeah. you know I, I, I'm <laughs> I'm
2: amused by the shock that people like there's this real, like, oh my god I'm yeah like, well, like I guess I'm I'm enough not from here to be like well what's the big deal yeah. <laughs>
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So let's take it. Let's go there. Let's go to that weekend of, uh, of, of 2020. Um, it was, yeah, we were in May. It was May, right? Where, where? It was, it was um, Memorial think, Day,
3: right? I think it started the Friday after Memorial Day. Okay,
1: yeah, after, so right. so yeah. So exactly Memorial Day right,
3: yeah. was on the 25th, if uh-huh. I'm yeah, yeah, Okay. So yeah. we're, it's, it's late May. Yeah. Well, <clears throat>
2: You know, we come at this from, obviously, a few perspectives. We're all in a state of, shock isn't the right word, but of just such comprehensive outrage that we are, and we're seething. We're seething. And... As people began to gather, what quickly became clear was that this was both, in some ways, the best of us and, unfortunately, the worst of us. Mm -hmm. (coughs) Excuse me. In the case of the former, what I mean is that thousands and thousands of people came together to say enough, and they organized and created... An extraordinary public space, unlike any in the nation, I, I think it's fair to say, and and did so in a manner that that drove national change and obviously local change. That was all to the good. From a purely From the standpoint of someone who had to live there 24 hours a day, there were many hours at three, four o'clock in the morning when frankly, all hell was breaking loose. Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And, and Melody wrote about this in the Washington Post that summer. It was, you know, I mean, there was behavior that, that ranged from the disgusting to the wildly unacceptable. And, and so we were, in both feeling states. Mm. We were in that 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 kind of that national feeling state of of just of just utter and complete outrage and we were in a residential yeah. feeling state of being under siege. Mm. And <clears throat> that that juxtaposition was pretty jarring to have to live with for a long time but you know relative to <laughs> on the, the scale of injustices felt,
3: mm-hmm.
2: wasn't a thing.
1: You said you were seventy-five steps away. So, um, yeah, I think. That's how often steps. did you watch, or did you choose? Oh, to- every day. Okay. Oh, yeah, okay. yeah.
2: I mean, I sat on the stoop and I saw the whole. Th- okay. Did whole you way. Did you participate,
3: engage, or any of that?
2: Well, we were COVID, and I was. Um, it's, it's well, I think you probably know this. I have a. I was very, very strict about Mm -hmm. interactions with people. So, you know, I was, and the fact was I didn't need to go further than my stoop to see everything that was going on. So that's kind of what I did.
1: Yeah, Was there at any point where you all felt like you needed to get away? Oh, yeah. Oh, God, yeah. Okay. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, there there were a couple of nights, you know, and, you know, different levels of law enforcement, let us know that we were absolutely not safe.
1: Oh, okay.
3: Yeah. Wow. Like, not even a close call, not safe. Mm. Did, you, did Was there trespassing on oh, your, pro- God, your yeah. property and property damage? Oh, yeah. Oh yeah. Damage or, oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah. Did you engage any of the the people who were on your property or any? Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And how did that go?
2: It was efficient. Okay. <laughs>
1: Because right. if it was me, I definitely would have been sitting with my right to, you know, bear <laughs> mm-hmm. right when, on my steps.
3: When yeah. they saw the occupants of the household were African American, how did that affect the dynamic, if at all?
2: Yeah, um, that's, a, that's a great question. Yeah. It, it, um, <laughs> that the home was black-owned, and demonstrably so, didn't seem to
1: matter. Mm. Wow.
2: I was like, okay. And I think that was part of, you know, that feeling state that we're still grappling with. I think it was kind of... It was a microcosm, really, that those interactions mm-hmm. were, I think, to some degree microcosmic of... Kind of some larger questions that, that we that we continue to, to grapple with that you all talk about that you've been writing about for <laughs> years. and And, you know, and I still... Well, I struggle.
3: Was the feeling that you had no business being there, or that why are you here? Or I mean, what?
2: you mean the the people with whom I was interacting? Yeah. Oh, they, I mean, they were just they were just making use of my property okay, so in any just, way they just, saw fit. All right. So okay. yeah, I don't know, like whatever. Yeah. So that that kind of that that the vandalism and hooliganism and that okay. that sort of thing, which you know which definitely animated a lot of what happened there over the course of uh, mm-hmm. a, a number of a number of months i think did you know <clears> did <throat> a, a profound disservice to the purpose of that time mm-hmm. but you know that's going to happen
0: hey friends it's producer matt Pacilli here and i hate to jump in right now cuz we're just getting started in the conversation with marland but we do have to take a break and we'll come back next week with part two of our conversation with Marlon Buckner.
1: After the Monuments is a Virginia Video Network production and produced by Matt Pacilli, Michael Paul Williams, and me, Kelly Lemon. Technical direction and editing from Bill Barksdale, executive production from Paul Farrell, Diane Salvatore, and Paige Mudd. Will Royer provides studio support. Our artwork is by Krishna Mathis. I'm Kelly Lemon, and we'll see you next week on After the Monuments.
0: Huge thanks to Massey Cancer Center for being our After the Monument sponsor.